0: imagination is more important than knowledge knowledge is limited imagination encircles the world einstein Welcome to of the second episode. Yes, there is our new theme song immediately. <laughs> I'll just do that with every episode. <laughs> Welcome to answer. I already second. forgot it. I don't. I already forgot <laughs> it as well. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm yeah. Michelle and I'm Nicole. This is a Criminal Minds podcast where we go through the Criminal Minds episodes. Sure is. This week, we're on episode number two of season one, <laughs> entitled Compulsion. Compulsion. The unsub of the week is the Bradshaw arsonist. Ah, which they didn't actually um give the Bradshaw arsonist a I, name. I came up with that. Michelle came up with that because we were, we were doing our notes and she was like, they didn't give the unsub a name. And so she said, and so she said, What's the name of the school? The Brad Arsonist. Because I'm smart. Yeah. Last week, uh, if if you recall, we left off when Gideon went into the gas station and he found the footpath killer. No, I mean, I think what I wrote is fine. <laughs> Why don't you want to say what I wrote? I just I'm just trying to ad lib. I don't want to copy your words. (laughs) Okay. (sighs) Yeah. So now the footpath killer orders Gideon to throw his gun. (laughs) Hits him with the butt. Ow! She slapped me. This is all the the, guys. The book (laughs) out. Path killer she slapped shut me. up but i'll she do it again slapped me shut up and you'll get another one pow straight to the moon <laughs> the footpath killer stuttering little footpath killer has his gun aimed at gideon he says throw your gun and then after he complies <laughs> he hits him with the butt of his shotgun. <laughs> And takes him to like this dark, spooky room. Yeah, it's like a basement or a back room. Yeah, and he's like, Who are you? And and Gideon's like, I'm with the FBI. And he's like, Take out your wallet. And he does, and he gets angry because he's with the FBI. He says, Whoa, 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 whoa what do you n- know? Mm, I don't know if I like that. Gideon says, I know all about you. Nate says, I know why you stutter. <gasps> That cut his attention. Cut that to present. So Gideon is telling the story to some trainees. And Elle is like, so why did he stutter? And Gideon says, you're a profiler know. Go figure it out. You tell me, bitch. That's not what he said. He would never. <sighs> so they go out of their little weird closet room. They come into the bullpen which is a very classic criminal mind mm-hmm. setting. Uh, Gideon walks by Reed as he's playing chess. Is he playing against himself? I think he's playing against himself, and he just very casually beats him at chess. Yeah, he walks in by like and one goes, move. Checkmate. And Morgan goes, you know you'll beat him if you learn how to think outside of the box. And Reed's like, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> yes. So then we meet... J.J. J.J. Jennifer Jarro, the unit liaison. The unit liaison, Aww. She is such a queen. We love her. Do we have a J.J. segment? Um, like a caterpillar's body? <laughs> Which part of the caterpillar's body is Jennifer? I don't know. She doesn't have a segment yet. We don't know that much about her. Um, no, that's true. I think as the as the series progresses, perhaps... Perhaps we'll learn more about her. We'll want to keep closer tabs on JJ. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, 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 yes. So. (laughs) Michelle just (laughs) tossed her dog. I will be posting a picture of this dog with the... Criminal Minds update photos so you can see the dog that Michelle just she's, she's, carelessly toss. She's biting me. She won't leave me alone. I'm trying to. You, the audience, will get to decide Shut what kind of monster up. Michelle is. I'm just trying to talk without a dog biting my hand. Anyway. So watch so First you slap me, then you throw <laughs> sla- Sally. You're a monster. I don't think I could do this show with you. Anyways, the team gathers I'm exposing around. exposing you. <laughs> the team gathers around and Hotch <laughs> gives them their case, which is an arsonist at the Bradshaw College in Tempe, Arizona. Tempe, Arizona? Hey, we're near Tempe, Arizona. We're in Arizona somewhere. We're in Arizona somewhere. We'll never tell you. <laughs> My address is... <laughs> Okay, so the arsonist has set six fires in the last seven months and they're increasing in frequency the last fire was caught on camera and resulted in a murder ah! So they pull up this video of the last fire indeed it's yes mm. go on. It's a video of these two students in the dorm room. I think there's more than two.. Mm, two because it was There's at least three um i think it was two because it was the guy and his roommate well let's agree to disagree no i'm not gonna agree to disagree we're gonna watch it right now <laughs> so we just okay. watched the we just re-watched the video mm-hmm. and it turns out michelle was wrong like always it's two students their roommates the guy and his roommate a student named matthew rowland so they're in their dorm room they're watching a fire that's happening across the street from their building. And the guy is like, there's always fires during rush week. It's fine. (laughs) What the fuck kind of college is that? It's a party school. (laughs) Anybody who went to ASU, please tell me where there (laughs) always fires during rush week. So their doorknob starts jiggling and then... Some, some liquid starts seeping in under the door, a large and puddle. Matthew's like, Oh, what's this? And the guy filming is like, Matthew, get out of there. And he's like, It smells like gas. Whoosh. He lights on fire. He lights right up he's, on fire. It's horrible. It's awful. He's engulfed in flames. His roommate tries to save him, but unfortunately, he is the first victim of the Bradshaw arsonist. Bum, bum, bum. So the BAU. Flies out to Tempe. The bow, if you will. I will not. Have you ever had a bow? (sighs) Very soft. So they're going rush week. Is that in the fall? I would assume. Because I was just thinking they didn't say anything about it being hot or anything. And it would be dying around that time of year. (laughs) (laughs) It would be like at least 100 degrees. Even in in fall. Yeah. Especially in the fall. (laughs) So yeah, I just thought that was interesting. You don't even got to light a fire. They start themselves. Ah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. This is in California. <laughs> I try to be friends with you. <laughs> and you... <laughs> They go to Tempe. They meet with Bradshaw College Dean of Students, Ellen Turner. And Gideon tells the team not to look official because he doesn't want the unsub to be satisfied at, you know, having the FBI fly out. What did you just do? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Uh, I, hit my, I, oh! hit, I hit my wound against your auto. Oh, I thought that just happened. No, Ellie. Is that from a vampire bit you on the finger? Yeah. <laughs> Some other guy. Who is this guy? He keeps popping Um, up. I don't know. He's just some guy. Some guy keeps popping up. He tells the team and the dean. Oh, he's a chemistry professor, maybe. Is he? I think he's a chemistry guy. We'll see about that. I'm pretty sure he's a chemistry guy. Yeah. So the chemistry department guy probably <laughs> reports that several bottles of highly flammable chemicals were stolen. Uh-oh. Last time, the diesel was stolen from, like, a tool shed. Uh, the fire was set one day later. So, so they are in a bit of a time crunch. Yeah, this unsub is uh, really accelerating. But if they evacuate the campus, as Ellen Turner is suggesting, then the arsonist will evacuate, and then when they bring the students back in, they'll just keep setting fires. Mm -hmm. And it might also rush the timeline. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. we don't want either of those things to happen. We don't want none of that. So they also learn that the water was turned off in the buildings before the fires were started, and all the previous fires have been set with, like, devices, like, Mm I don't know, bombs, Basically. And the last fire was set manually under the door. So these fires are determined not to be vandalism. Is this where they're they, too sophisticated? Is this where they say the reasons for arson? No, that's later. Okay. I wrote it down. The classic arsonist All profile. We right do say so too much. Both of us. <laughs> Every time <laughs> okay. I start a new paragraph, I go. So, <laughs> yeah, if you. Um, yeah, we say so a lot. Let's cut out the cells. I cut. I mean, cut them out of our lives, not out of the audio. Okay. I can't. I can't start. I can't. (laughs) Uh, Reed and Hodge go to the murder scene. They determined that the arsonists couldn't see the fire. The arsonist couldn't see the fire, so why set it? (laughs) So far, Morgan's always been the one that, like, gets into the character, tries to get into the mind of the killer or arsonist, well, and killer in this case. He always goes, oh, I'm a 13-year-old girl or something, whatever, you know, gets into (laughs) their head. So what is Morgan this week? All right. I want to set a dormitory on fire. Where would I start? Chilling. So where would he start? The basement. But why was this fire started on the third floor? Hmm. Why and D Ellen. So oh, Ellen. So Gideon and Ellen are walking and talking, and Gideon sees a student light a cigarette and gets a vision. A vision. He v- gets a vision, which this is An amazing development. Definitely begs the question, (laughs) is Gideon psychic? Is? I think Gideon is psychic. He gets, he sees the lighter click on. He gets all these visions. Of like fire and firefighters. Yes. Literally like, like that's a Raven style visions. Yes, but they're just like a tapestry of different- Super codified. <laughs> different images of, in his head. Um, yes. We'll definitely keep exploring this as it develops. I think this will be our new- <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Why are you doing this? Yeah. Dexter, stop. Please leave. Way. Gideon is psychic! So this will definitely be another part of the Caterpillar's body that we (laughs) explore. Is Gideon psychic? We'll definitely keep up with that. So he gets a vision, and then he sees a student trying to get a drink of water, but the water doesn't work. There's nothing coming out of the water fountain. Certainly not water. Definitely not. Yikes! That's interesting. Cut to... Cut to a professor going into his office, and seeing liquid pooling underneath the closet door. Uh Uh-oh. That's weird and familiar. Goes to the closet. (laughs) (laughs) Takes a good sniff. I don't know if you want me to leave that in. (laughs) Turns on the light. Boom! Kablooey. It fucks his face up instantly. Cut to a couple seconds before that, Gideon has another vision. He pulls the fire alarm. He's like, this is not good. This is very bad. He just had this vision and pulled the fire alarm. Yeah, and then Last time I tried that, I got kicked out of the mall. So he tries to save. (laughs) (laughs) Gideon rushes valiantly to the professor's office. That's good. He takes the... The, what's it called? The fire extinguisher. He takes the fire extinguisher and tries to spray it, but it's too late. Yeah, he's and, dead. Yeah, and Morgan has to like drag him out of the building. He's like, it's too late for him. <laughs> and Gideon's like, ah! Exactly, like a turtle. <laughs> he looks like a turtle a little bit. And everybody's gathered outside the building, watching it burst. Go down in flames. is taking pictures of possible suspects, just a mm-hmm. bunch of nerdy white guys. She's she's supposed to take pictures of the gawkers to see if anybody is, like, getting a boner over the fire. And she literally zooms in on every single nerdy <laughs> white guy in the crowd and takes a picture of them. I love mm-hmm. that for her. Mm, she's so. great. This is uh, where... I don't Here know. Here to four. Wait, okay, so where do we... Let's, let's let's explore the profile of a classic arsonist. A classic arsonist. Go yes. on, Nicole. The first I had to get my dumb voice in there. <laughs> the first bit is the homicidal triad: fire setting. Look it's triad. Fire setting, bedwetting, and cruelty to animals are an indicator. A future adult criminal. Be- <laughs> he has never played with that toy ever. I don't think I'll be able to hear it. Now we're fucking recording, and he wants to play with the fucking jingle bell. He's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> <Should> we- <laughs> oh my god! Go. <laughs> I don't think they'll be able to hear that, maybe. Jingle, jingle. Jingle, jingle. So. Next. Oh, this is a. Could have probably put these into different bullet points. Okay. An abusive father. Low self-esteem. Trouble with the opposite sex. Thrives on panic and fear. Driven by sex and power. Which, I don't know, I think that's normal. <laughs> Aren't we all? Mm, no. Hmm. No. i think for i think for the next clip that i post on my twitter it's gonna be all the times i stop myself from saying so (laughs) she's trying so hard not to say so ellen the dean decides (laughs) to evacuate the school the science nerd named jeremy tells her that the other science nerds want to help Because they know how the fire started. Oh, 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 oh. But before we meet with the science nerds, Gideon is wandering around the campus and gets stopped by campus security. I don't know the campus security kid's name, do you? I do not know, but I do know that he immediately reminded me of um, (laughs) the one guy from Funny Games, the, the American remake. What's Michael Pitt. Michael Pitt. He looks like him. That's going to be one of the pictures. <laughs> a picture of him and a picture of Michael side by side is going to be posted on our Instagram. Sure. I posted young Sheldon. I guess I'll let you post Michael As if Pitt. you could stop me. <laughs> it's connected to my email. Thank you. No, it's not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll lock you out. So. You don't know how to edit. <laughs> until he's dead without me. <gasps> So rude. So the guy, campus security asks, I said so, asks for (laughs) Gideon's uh, ID. He looks at his badge. He's like, oh, you're FBI. You're a a profiler, huh? He's not really impressed. And then Gideon, like, shuts this bitch down and is like, your girlfriend thinks you're going to break up with her. Yeah, he can tell by the necklace that he's wearing. He's fiddling it, fiddling with it because he doesn't like usually wear a necklace, mm-hmm. which means that it's new. And the Chinese symbol translates to don't ever leave me or something. That's definitely not what it translated <laughs> to. These are Michelle's notes that I'm reading here. Bitch! What? It translates to Don't Ever Leave Me, I love you. Doesn't. <laughs> yes. Well while Gideon is getting accosted by campus security, Hotch and Reed meet with the science department nerds. Um Reed is young Young how young is he? Sheldon? He's pretty young at the time. I want to say maybe somewhere in his We should look up bodies. how old he was when he started the series. We should. But first, we should let me plug my laptop in because it's about to die. He's 38 right now. Okay, so that was how many years ago? So in 2005, how was that, 14 years ago? Oof. Yeah. So Dang. 38 minus four 24. is 34. 34 oh my minus God. 10 he is 24. 24. That's what I thought, but I didn't want to say it because it seemed too young. 24, wow. Wow, he was your age, Michelle. Look how much he accomplished. Fuck you! So Reed is young, so. Ah. <laughs> ah. So, Hodge tells Reed to talk to the students. Because he's younger. He's closer to their age. Mm-hmm. And you know, he really reads it up. <laughs> if you remember from the first episode when he's trying to talk to Heather's uh, fiance and dog. He's like, It's Whoa. not her fiance. That was her oh. brother. Oh. <laughs> Look, you didn't correct me the first time. I definitely. Because s- I just realized after I listened I definitely it. said fiance. Okay. Well, her brother. Anyway, everyone hates Reed because he's <laughs> awkward <laughs> is what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> He's like, uh, I'm from the BAU. Uh, this is part of the ASPCA. Uh, <laughs> ASPC? <laughs> the B stands for uh, behavioral. The A stands for uh, analysis. The, the U stands for, used to be called the BAS, but uh, it didn't stick. Yeah, he just really reads it up. So Jeremy, the, the main science yes, nerd. that's what I was going to Well, I was going to say the original science. OG science nerd. He tells them how to make a bomb with a light bulb, <laughs> which isn't at all uh what do you call it? Incriminating, I guess. You fill it with a flammable liquid and <laughs> kablooey. You got a bomb. <laughs> you got a bomb, baby! You gotta drill a little hole in it. Fill it with fill it with gasoline. <clears throat> and then one of the science nerds, Lady Edition. <coughs> says that anyone can learn this shit on the internet. Uh, All you need to make a Molotov cocktail is one, potassium, two, sulfur, and three, sugar. Sugar! Sugar! Sugar. Sugar. After this meeting, they all go down into the elevator, and Jeremy thinks he's real cool because he has an elevator key. He tells Hotch, you need a key to Get the elevators moving after 10 p.m. He thinks he's hot shit. He's like, I have a key, obviously. (laughs) Because the science department is working on the three-body problem. Uh, Yeah. The three-body problem, uh, which is something science-y, having to do with the gravitational pull between the sun, the moon, and the earth. I don't get it. And I did not look it up, and I will not look it up. I like math. Mm. Cut to JJ and Garcia. The girls are together. The blondes. The girls are back in town. The girls, girls are, are back, back in town. town. They're in Garcia's office with all the computers. You know the one. Uh huh. Dark, you don't dingy. Watch <laughs> Criminal Minds and you just listen to us. Maybe you don't know the one. They just got a very creepy tip on the hotline. The tip line. Very creepy, spooky. But it's time for segment number one caterpillars head garcia's outfit outfit update update. she's a little bit better this time she's more fun this time absolutely more garcia yes letting her personality shine through absolutely she's not just some nerd that they stick in the basement (laughs) (laughs) nicole lives in the basement live in the basement (laughs) Let's get into Garcia's outfit. She has these two fun buns on top of her head. Me and Michelle frequently wear that. Wear some buns. We love two buns on top we of the love head. some buns. She's wearing these, like, strawberry earrings. I think they were strawberry earrings. I so I just went with them. it. <laughs> she has this. Nice black blazer over a t-shirt with a flying pig on it. I like the shirt. It was cute. So that's fun. And she's wearing, like, this dark lipstick. hmm Her dark lipstick, which she's wearing again later in her second outfit, which we don't get a really good look at. Mm-hmm. But she still has some fun hair. Yes. She's much more Garcia this time. We definitely... Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Michelle said, she's not just some nerd they stuck in the basement. She's not some Nicole. Uh, and back to the tip that they got, it's, uh, Nicole. <laughs> they ha- it's, like, this voice that sounds like all robot that's uh, saying, Kara, uh, uh, I do this for Kara. They think it's it saying... It says Karen. Okay, I know. They think it says Karen, but it never sounds like... It sounds like Kara, or Kara, to me. It sounded like Kara from the beginning, but they keep saying Karen, so we'll go with it. Karen, I do this for Karen. Cara. Thank you. Tip came in just five minutes before the fire that killed the professor. Yikes. So, what does the BAU do with this tip? They interview all of the Karens in the school. They interview all of the Karens. Elle and Morgan are stuck in a room interviewing one Karen at a time. One Karen at a time.
1: One, one Karen at a
0: time. time. <laughs> We did not plan that. (laughs) (laughs) We're pretty fun. Uh, Once again, Gideon's wandering around by himself. He does that a lot. He He loves loves to wander. He's a wandering man. I'm a wandering man. He's looking around at the science projects, and then he sees campus security man again. Mm Mm-hmm. And he says, I broke up with my girlfriend. Uh, There was someone else I wanted to go out with. I'm a homosexual. That's not what he said. He said his name's Brian. Gideon was like, good for you. Except um, this kid's ex, now girlfriend, told him homosexuality is a sin and you're going to incur the wrath of God. Which who among us hasn't been gay. (laughs) Yes, but hasn't been told that. So Gideon murmurs, wrath of God. And runs away. He runs away from this young homosexual boy who he is probably one of the first person people that he came out to. And Gideon just bolts away from him in fear from prejudice. Wrath of, of God. No. <laughs> because he figured something out. Back at the base of operations. Mm. Garcia calls Morgan and tells him that she cleaned up the audio. And it doesn't say Karen. It says Caron or something. Caron. Caron. I do this Caron. for Caron. Yes. Gideon bursts into the room because he just figured that out. And he tells them Caron. I suddenly don't remember how to say this at all. They said it so many times. Caron. 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 Malak. Anyway. <laughs> Caron is God's burning anger. Burning! And that's why he said wrath of God and fled from the scene. It's a, it's a, it's a... You okay? (laughs) It's a religious compulsion. Scrupulosity. That's... What? (laughs) Oh. Wasn't there yet. I'm sorry. Because Reed says compulsion Hmm, And then he mutters again to himself, outside the box. <laughs> There's a lot of muttering to yourself in this episode. Well, they have to make sure that we're on the same page as the characters. Yeah, okay, so Reed really took this think outside the box thing to heart. Yeah. So he starts watching. He really wants to beat Gideon in chess. <laughs> he really wants to win a chess. And he rewatches the video of the first murder that killed the student, he Matthew. He realizes that the arsonist isn't trying to open the door or get in. The doorknob jiggles three times, and he realizes that the arsonist does everything in threes. Huh? The professor that died was in office three with a three o'clock class on the third day of the week. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That's why the fire was set on the third floor, not the basement. Indeed. And they figure that the arsonist has a form of OCD called scrupulosity, which deals with religious compulsions. And Hotch figures out who it is immediately. It's the lady science nerd, Clara Hayes. She was turning her ring three times. She said sugar three times. She made that list of three things. It's her. It's got to be her. Hold on a second. I just want to say that um it t- i don't know why i waited so long to stop you but <laughs> i wanted to say when he was talking about scrupulosity it reminded me of this book that i read by james fallon a neuroscientist's personal journey into that's not the <laughs> that's not the title <laughs> the psychopath inside which was a really good book because like he was a psychopath but originally he struggled from like ocd He said he would, like, sit on a park bench and, like, in his mind just commit ten sins and he'd be like, oh, sinning is horrible. And just, like, I don't know. It reminded me of that and I just wanted to toss that in there. It was a a really good book. You guys should read it. What's it called again? Uh, The Psychopath Inside by James Fallon. That's fascinating. It was bonkers. It was, like, the only nonfiction book that I read in, like, a day. Wow. So, (laughs) back to Clara. Clara Hayes. Clara Hayes is the arsonist, you guys. Clara Hayes is the arsonist, not Woof. James Fallon. Woof. Woof. Oh. <laughs> so Ellen Morgan. Ellen Morgan. <laughs> Ellen Morgan go to Clara's apartment and it's absolutely bonkers. Morgan says, OCD? I'm thinking more like OMG. <laughs> oh my God. OMG, that's so funny. That's so funny. There are (laughs) drawings of fires all over the wall, like, Bible verses written on the walls. The whole entire wall is, like, wallpapered with newspaper clippings and creepy drawings and Bible quotes Mm and all this weird shit, including a newspaper article about Clara being caught in a fire at age 16. Her mother is, was quoted in the, in the newspaper saying, my daughter was tested by God. He tested my child and she came through blessed. Yeah, I think it's more like, my daughter was tested by God. He tested my child and she came through blessed. I think it's more like, my daughter, (laughs) (laughs) my daughter was tested by God. He tested my child, and she came through blessed. (laughs) I think it's more like... (laughs) Go on. I think it's more like, My daughter was tested by God. He tested my child, and she came through blessed. I think... (laughs) I think it's more... (laughs) Give me a second. Okay. (laughs) What do you think it's more like, Nicole? Hold on, I think it's more like my daughter was tested <laughs> by God. He tested my child, and she came through. A blast! Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Great. <laughs> Presently, Clara is flunking out of college, so oh. which is probably the stressor that made her start setting fires and killing people. Oh. And then Elle finds what we all hope to find at any given moment. In any college room. The pantry full of bomb. Oh, my God. <laughs> she relays this to the team. Campus security starts pulling fire alarms, evacuating buildings. Mm-hmm. And these three science nerds, Jeremy and two lady science nerds. Exactly. They get into the elevator, um, I guess, to leave. Well, no, they were like. Jeremy was like, I don't have time for this. I have a project or whatever. Jeremy is very into school. He's very and into science. Not into
1: Not saving, dying.
0: Exactly. Saving his own life. He's very into risking his life and the lives of two other people. For science. For science. Which, I mean, me too, I guess. The three of them are on the elevator and it stops at the third floor. That's weird. Oh, uh, they're trapped. They're trapped. And Jeremy doesn't even have his precious, precious elevator key. Damn it, Jeremy. dick. They start yelling for help, but then the fire alarm goes off, and Ooh. no one can hear him. Yikes. The BAU boys go off to find Clara. Hotch tells Gideon, don't try to reason with her, because there's nothing reasonable about this compulsion. She... She might be able to understand what she's doing is wrong, but you can't stop her with logic. hmm The kids in the elevator get it open just a tiny bit, and then they see their friend, Clara.
1: They Yay. say, oh, Clara,
0: you're here. She says, I'm here to save you. And the one girl says, is this building on fire? And Clara says, not yet. Oh, she's such a creep. <laughs> BAU is searching all over all the buildings, all the third floors, trying to find her. And that brings us to our scene of the week. Yay! Scene of the week! Yay! This is between the three kids trapped in the elevator and Clara, the arsonist. Clara. So, Um, Nicole, do you want to be Clara? I do want to be Clara. I would rather enjoy that. All right. And I will be... Jeremy, is someone coming to help? I'm here to help. I'm here to save you. God chose you, Clara. Okay, and this she says as she's pulling out three bottles of a strange liquid. Father, son, Holy Ghost. Oh my God, Clara! Clara, Clara? Clara? Oh, no! It's gasoline! <laughs> and then she. She sprays them with gasoline! With the Holy Ghost. She sprays them with the Holy Ghost. And she pulls out a flare, and she lights it. Ah. <clears throat> Ready to throw some fire at those science bitches. Exactly. And Hotch finds her there with the fl- lit flare in her hands, and three college students trapped and covered in gasoline, and what does he do? He tries to reason with her. I'm sorry, he tries to what? He tries to reason with her. Interesting. He says, Clara, you know this isn't right. You left that tip. You. What else said, did he I do? I know, I know, but I have to. She actually says, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> she does three things. Right. She does it three times. She does it three times. She's ignoring him and she, she starts chanting, Caron, Caron. Heron, Moloch, Father, Son, Holy Ghost. She gets ready to throw the flare and Hot shoots her in the leg. Blah, blah, bitch! I'm gonna seize. Oh, God, no! <laughs> tickle, tickle, tickle. I need to seize. <laughs> Look at the light bulb. <laughs> All your lights are too diffused. Oh Look how your feet. <laughs> Oh, It's too late, it's gone. I'm so sorry. Yep, Pot shoots that bitch. And Gideon comes up around the other side and says, I thought you said not to reason with her. As if now is the time, Gideon. <laughs> cut G- two. <laughs> Just fucking shot a girl, and three kids are still covered in gasoline. And the flare, although put out, is still quite close to the elevator. Yes, so cut two. Doesn't seem like the time. But it seems like everything worked out because now they're on the plane. Everything's good. Um they're on the plane. Elle looks at Gideon and says, I know why the footpath killer stutters. Or what did she say? That, I think that's what she says. She, she says she knows, knows the secret. Uh, Gideon says, you know why he stutters? Elle says, oh. nope, and neither do you. She was just trying to stall him. He. He was just trying to stall him, <laughs> just like Hotch to Clara. Yeah. Hotch was trying to stall Clara. And Gideon was trying to stall the footpath killer. He doesn't know why he stutters. So that's a big fucking mystery. And never gets resolved. But well, we cut back to him with the footpath yeah. killer. Yeah, Elle says, what happened out there? Gideon looks at the camera and says, oh, I'll tell you. We yeah, got back to the footpath killer. He's trying to tell Gideon to get the camera. He says, Gideon starts laughing at him. He's like, I don't know what you're trying to say. Just spit it out. He's laughing at him. I mean, he is a murderer, but... It's kind of rude. I don't don't feel right about it. I don't. I I don't like when they're mean to the killers. I know I've been impersonating his stutter this whole time, but still. so He laughs at him and the killer is getting more and more upset. He gets so pissed off that he's all distracted. So what does Gideon do? He gets the gun away from him and he beats him with it. He beats that bitch down. Yup. And I don't know if we ever get the footpath killer's name. I don't think so. He's just the footpath He's killer. He's just the footpath killer indeed. There um, was something that I wanted to say, but I don't recall now. I think what Gideon was saying after that scene ended. But I don't remember what he said. He was saying something at the end. We can look it up. Mm-mm. Oh, he says I didn't I don't know why he stuttered, but I do know I do know how to make someone stutter. Yes, I you know how to make someone stutter. So, and I guess that's the end of the episode. He beats him with a gun. So we do have a real life connection. Why are you biting me? What? Which, do you remember this, Um, Reed? So in the episode, Reed quotes Uh, serial arsonist Peter Dinsdale, he says, I am devoted to fire. Fire is my master. Peter Dinsdale changed. He was a Britain's most prolific serial killer, confessed to 11 acts of arson and was convicted of 26 counts of manslaughter. Um, he was in prison for life. But what? what I'm just learning and is very interesting is he changed his name from Peter George Dinsdale to Bruce George Peter Lee, in homage of Bruce Lee. Wow. What the fuck? Bruce Lee? Yes. Bruce Lee, the martial artist. Who else did you think? I don't know. I just thought, why? I love Bruce Lee. I love, Bruce Lee is he's a beautiful so- man. Oh, like he's so hot. Mm. 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 Okay. So, you know, that's just a little real life collect- connect, Real life connection I thought was interesting, you know? A little of the real life killers into these fake killers, the you know, um, where they also put a little bit of a real life killer, Dorangel Vargas. He, one of the killers in one of the episodes. At some point later, is based off of him. I don't know which one we're talking about. This episode, <laughs> so Dorangel Vargas. I I figu- I, I came across that when um i was doing my research for my other podcast which is the cannibal podcast um you wow. should um, you should listen to it cuz at some point it's gonna intersect a little bit cuz you know vargas was you get it i don't have to say it again watch the <laughs> listen to the cannibal podcast available wherever you experience podcasts Wow. Thanks, Nicole. Where else can our listeners find you? They can find me on Twitter and Instagram at wholesome underscore VC. Wow. Thanks. What about you, Michelle? Where can they find you? Thank you so much, Nicole. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at honey word. I don't have any other podcast right now, but, uh, yeah at some point she will probably be on the Cannibal podcast. Oh my God, you and the pot Cannibal podcast. It's Our my po- baby. Her podcast is not a long commercial for your podcast <laughs> Stop Yes, it is. <laughs> Much for listening, everybody. So much for putting up with Michelle. I know how she can get. Thank you for all the emails I got saying I should kick Nicole (laughs) off the podcast, but I really couldn't do this without her, you guys. And she's my sister. Michelle doesn't know how to edit, or. (laughs) And if she tried to, I would revoke my permission to use the art that I made. (laughs) You're (laughs) a bitch! What's wrong with you? We're kidding. I love Michelle more than anyone else in the entire world. I would never kick Nicole off the podcast. <laughs> but <Thanks>. thank you. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Like and subscribe and rate us. Because that would be great. Leave a review. Yes, that's. Don't. We still have to do the quote. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely do all of those things. These are all things that we want to happen. <laughs> All right, we'll just, we'll just leave you with this little bit of wisdom. Faulkner once said, I just tipped over my coffee. Oh, my God. I didn't get on your dumb carpet. I didn't get on my library book. <laughs> you just spit all over my ottoman. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know I'm prone to spit takes. We'll fix that about yourself. Where are you, This drawer isn't very Marie Kondo. You can't just spit on everything. Do you think I meant too? Yes. I think every time you take a drink you think I hope somebody says something funny. I assure you I do not. Lochner once said, don't bother just to be better than your contemporaries and predecessors. Try to be better than yourself.